0: We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes beyond the Walking Dead universe. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I'm joined by Bridget. K-O-D-S-E-V-I dot slash Punky Brewster. That's P U N K Y B R U I S E T E R. And Sharon D was going to be with us, but she's here in the audience with the chat and everything. Where she's at is pretty noisy right now, because as we spoke about last week, her apocalypse bunker is being taken up not only by noisy television, but a noisy telephone call <laughs> from her husband to a long lost relative so it's just us for now and charity <laughs> in the chat and uh hey why are you here <laughs> well you're here because you're watching us squawking dead covering the Last of Us. We said it last week, but we had to restart because my mic was funky in the beginning. So we didn't quite say, oh, we're talking about The Last of Us right from the beginning. And we're here to cover the second episode of The Last of Us series on HBO. Before we continue, obviously, please, please, please like and share this video, as well as remember to subscribe and enable all notifications so that you know when we go live or we release cool content that we want to share with your ear faces. <laughs> see well which is appropriate because these uh infected do kind of look like ear faces so and they use ears to communicate apparently the first thing i actually want to talk about before we get on hi lois is something that i missed last week because of course just like today we're reacting we're only reacting to the second episode of the last of us charity says what the fuck is an ear face well you just saw it so there you go aj abbott says define ear face La- laughing my ass off well if you saw it you saw it <laughs> They kind of just look like deformed ear faces. Anyway, just never mind me. I wanted to say something about last week. We were only reacting to last week's episode, just like today. And hopefully this episode will be a shorter one because upon writing the blog, I had so much more to say, so many facts that emerged as a result of this episode airing that if you missed the blog, we just posted it today, head over to blog.squawkingdead.com. It should be there immediately. And you have the ability to type your email address to get the latest blogs in your email so that you never miss it. Don't rely on social media. Just put your email in there and you'll get it right after it's posted. But something that I did miss last week because we didn't do a full episode breakdown was in the scene where Ellie meets Joel for the first time and knocks her against the wall, which I kept rewinding and replaying over and over again just because I'm a sadist. It's just it's just hilarious. Okay. So weird. Now, that's, that's <laughs> not what I want to talk about. She is there. She's reaching across with her. I want to say it's her left left arm on her right shoulder behind her neck while marlene and joel are talking and all of a sudden the woman behind marlene does the same thing and i'm wondering now is it not only the immunity that ellie has when as a result of this episode we are kind of confirming that she has some sort of immunity at the very least but ellie does it and the woman behind her does it at the same not at the same time but just right after now it's weird you don't notice it if you're not looking closely but i'm wondering if she has some sort of weird weird powers of some kind that she can make <laughs> just like the cordyceps hijack people's attention Maybe she has a little of that and she can control humans somehow. I don't know. But it was weird. She, the woman behind her did the same exact thing. Reached out with her left arm to the spot behind her neck, sort of on the shoulder and the neck. Anyway, look out for that. If you watch the episode again, you will see it. And Takira loves us too. I miss your face, as she says. And I I miss your face, you know, and you can see us. It's not fair, but we can't we can't see you. But you're here. That's all that matters. Charity says, I wanted to remark about all the people missing limbs in the first episode. Yes. Yeah, Yes. Yes, the veterans. The opening to the time jump, sort of, right after they kill the kid. Well, during the dumping of his corpse. I got my wife to actually watch the repeat of the first episode just before this second episode. And uh, I got her to watch as long as she could. And she, (laughs) I will say this much, just like Henry Cavill is what got her to watch The Witcher, Pedro Pascal is basically what (laughs) got her to hang on to watch the first episode with me. So... (laughs) She's got a thing for daddies, I guess. Uh, (laughs) Apocalypse daddies. (laughs) <laughs> and she's gonna bust in this room and says i should say that to people you should tell them my secrets <laughs> <laughs> hello it says do you all know that tess played in fringe yeah we mar- we remarked on it last week yeah i there's the most notable thing which led me to the joshua jackson conversation which we mm-hmm. won't talk about again
1: no we're not talking about that anymore
0: sharon he says uh, what if she can control cordyceps and that and so that would be an additional bone right but see i see you shaking your head bridget and i'm thinking to myself
1: i can't is it is it a <laughs> Bridge too
0: far, right? We're not there yet. We're not I'm in that out. country yet. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh, Sharendy also says, oh uh, even when they are in town later, too, the veterans oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's people still missing limbs, right? Right, Pedro Pascal or Oberon Martel. <laughs> <laughs> Sharendy says, wait till you meet Oberon Martel. It's like 10 years, it's Pedro Pascal, but 10 years earlier. Hmm. <laughs> So Takira says, and this will take us back into the episode discussion, (laughs) I just need to know if they're going to kill me every week. (laughs) I should watch ahead in the game so that I know what's coming. So Bridget, on that note, you just said right before we got on, (laughs) which is really funny.
1: Okay, so miraculously, I played to the same exact point again in the game.
0: Meaning the same
1: point
0: point that we're we're on in the show is basically where you got up to in the game, which thankfully, that's pretty great. Two
1: episodes in a row now.
0: No further. No further. What I remarked when you said that to me, I said, well, so basically two hours of gameplay equals one episode.
1: An hour and 45 minutes of gameplay is one episode
0: of the show. Here's the thing. Again, this is going to be a reaction episode. We're going to give you our reactions and probably give you as much as we can that we gleaned from this episode on, on our first watch. No notes. So hopefully this is a shorter episode and I do thank you for joining us and remember to like, share, subscribe, remember to enable all subscribe notifications. But in addition to this, if you like what we're doing, one thing you can do is either follow us for free on either patreon.com slash squawkingdead or ko-fi.com slash It's It's right there in the corner there, right there. If you happen to buy us a coffee during the stream, a message will pop up showing your support and whatever message you decide to put in the comments box, as well as it being read out to us. <laughs> on air live to disrupting our conversation with you obviously with your support so you could basically get to interrupt me while i'm talking when you support do us so there you go do it well you don't have to do, do it it's just you know no, it's just like it. if you feel like it you know and
1: no do it Interrupt Dave. And it. not only that if you buy us a coffee
0: that's true but also if you join a membership tier on ko ko slash fi.com dead it'll show that as well so there you go okay so sharon D., just like last week she's finally caught on to me i love smart as ellie slightly annoying <laughs> but <laughs> That was an amazing episode. Teresa Harper says, yeah. See, okay. So on that note, did you happen to find this episode a little bit more meaty than the last episode? Like, of course, we got a lot of backstory. We got a lot of filling in character motivations in the last episode. We got caught up with the world as we know it for the most part. But in this episode, we got a lot more motion, let's say. We're going somewhere now. We're doing something. I think this episode did a good job of kind of keeping the pace while also still giving us a little bit more backstory, but more on the motion. Side of things. What do you think of that, Bridget?
1: It was less of that care. Like they had to build the setting and they had to build In the, the whole story, right? In that right. first episode. So. So it was like 30 minutes of that at the beginning, maybe even like 45 minutes of that at the beginning. So this was nice to get some movement. The whole time I'm like, how far are they going to get? Are they going to get to a part that I didn't get to yet in the game? So that's what's been occupying my brain, unfortunately, as the person who's required to play the game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you took this burden on yourself because you didn't want anybody else to do it.
1: (laughs) I didn't want anybody else. This is my
0: territory. Look, Look,
1: we don't need we don't need anybody else. Okay. We have... Yeah, that's exactly what,
0: how you said it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we don't need other don't need gaming YouTubers or...
1: <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's I'm fine. I'm the
0: gaming YouTuber, anyway.
1: We're fine. I play games sometimes
0: sometimes i
1: <laughs> sometimes how's that walk not through? often how's that
0: game how's that um what is it called uh walking dead the last mile how's that going it's over right oh it's over <laughs> it's, it's over no more content it's for that it's been over no it's over
1: right. i don't even know how it ended anyway
0: <laughs> you're like ah fuck this game i'm not really good I at it. i <laughs> gave
1: up i gave up no it's like i kept it's just, killing it was people just- apparently <laughs> Well, that wasn't me. That was like everybody had to make the conclusions all together and people kept choosing wrong. They're idiots.
0: (laughs) They're just stupid. They kept choosing wrong. They're so stupid. They kept choosing wrong. Defer your poor gameplay. I'm just kidding. I I know it's a whole world building thing.
1: Yeah, it was. uh, I don't know. It wasn't for me, right? Like I'm beyond that. But anyway, so this episode one, it gave enough variations from the game again that I wasn't bored Mm -hmm. because I this time I literally finished where I was in the game walked into the bedroom and started the episode.
0: Whoa, just right now. Wow, walked in. Wow. So this
1: would have been really boring for me to sit through. Right. Had it been exactly the same. I liked the part at the beginning, so I'm hoping that we're going to continue this trend of there being like a little precursor science business at the beginning. Yeah, I like it.
0: Yeah, I did too. I, I liked how they quickly established, unlike The Walking Dead, which, you know, listen, The Walking Dead is a Walking Dead. I mentioned this in the blog, how The Walking Dead purposefully, with intention, did not want to go into flashbacks and did not want to go into the origins and maybe a cure. They did not want to do that. Their whole emphasis was on who are you now? That this is all over. But here, they paid close attention to not only tell you, oh, here's the origin of the thing. There is no hope though. (laughs) Like, there's no hope. (laughs) The lady, the mycologist, the study of fungus, she says just bomb the city. It's, there's nothing which alludes to basically what Dr. Neumann, who's played by John Hanna, says in the last episode in the 1968 talk show that yeah there's 62 62 okay i have to correct the blog the 1962 talk show where he says yeah there's no there's no hope that would be the thing that takes us out we could survive bacterial infections we could survive viral infections this there's no hope
1: i wanted to see if that character ibu ratna Uh, if she was in the game (laughs) i went in and looked it up and it wasn't there but what i did see was an art an article about would this posted four days ago like would this take us out as a society would this even be scientifically possible i didn't have time to read it because this is all happening while i'm watching but i'm excited to go back and read
0: it now let me track back to some of the comments because i saw sharon d post you're a weird kid which it's nice (laughs) it's nice to get these moments of levity from ellie at the same time you're like simultaneously amused with the hotel bellhop Situation, But then, on the other hand, you have the walking dead brain, and it's like, kid, shut the fuck up. Stop it. I'm with the the adults in the room, the over 50s. (laughs) Like, please stop.
1: Well, I was just like, dude, you're like, quit ringing a bell, man. Aren't you like worried?
0: Well, no, she did. And now we know she doesn't have to be worried. I mean, yes, they can still tear people apart. She doesn't find that out till later. Yeah, right. In the museum, which they are not in there in the hotel. But... Still, these people are here to protect you. Takira says, "Oh, she mentioned earlier sh- that somebody saw her squawking dead hoodie." And she goes, "You are the you are the squawking dead. You should have said no, Takira. We are squawking dead." <laughs> 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 but she said damn right i am anyway takira says joe was kind of making me mad acting all scared of ellie scared of ellie or for ellie clearly she wasn't of, sick oh uh, okay yeah no but that's completely natural i kind of like that
1: yeah i i totally got it at first i was like because we're okay like let's talk about the hand thing right in the hotel lobby she falls back onto the piano and he goes to help her And he grabs her hand, and then he looks down at his hand. And I was like, okay, that's like one of three potential looks that was just given. That hurt my hand? Why did I grab her with this hand that's broken? Is one. Right. Two. I like that. She's possibly infected. Ew. Why would I touch her with a hand? Right. That has an open wound on it. So not so much like fear of her being infected, but fear fear of of potentially getting infected himself. Right. Three. Was it a fear of, I haven't held a little girl's hand since my- daughters.
0: Right. I got it. Right? So got, that was like mm.
1: three possible. So I wasn't really sure what they were aiming for in that moment.
0: Well, there's more moments that help me understand that he doesn't want to get close to not only Ellie, but anybody, because it feels like he Goes out of his way to not make any connection, except for his brother, obviously. And maybe that's just, that could just be what people are supposed to do also. Like, I'm supposed to go after my brother, right? (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) but you get the distinct feeling that he doesn't want to feel this way because You saw the last episode, the end of the last episode. Ellie's like, for somebody who doesn't really like me, he went really too far to protect me this time. Mm. And she doesn't know that his daughter died in his arms, but he does. Did
1: you watch the recap before watching the episode?
0: Oh, yeah, 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 I did a little bit.
1: So the recap actually synced up those two scenes, Joel with the soldier that shoots Sarah. And Joel with the soldier that's going to shoot them after finding out that Ellie is infected. Right. It synced those two up and... I didn't even realize during that watch that I did that the flashlight from the gun was the
0: same. ish yeah.
1: You're d- only seeing silhouettes. I don't know. That was a really nice touch, I thought.
0: Well, they did that. I brought in it the, full circle. They did that in the actual episode, too. In the actual episode, it flashed back to he and Sarah.
1: Did it? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, I do
0: not even remember yep. that. Because, like I said, I watched. I rewatched it with my wife just before I watched the second episode. So so it made it crystal clear that this is the moment. Never let me down again. This is the moment where he says, yeah. I, it's not going to go down the way it did last time. Time. I trusted authority to help help us. Even this guy, he knows he knows, and he's doing things by the book and whatever. You know, he's actually testing them. Whatever. He wasn't going to help them. Sharon, he says the line I related to the most, related to the most, was quote, "Climb ten flights of stairs without our knees, with our knees." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, I felt that. I felt that. I've had knee surgery too.
1: Everyone's saying it was 1968. I guess I was yeah, wrong. Yeah, so I, I was right. Yeah, I, I, I swore it said 62 at the well, beginning of the episode. But. See,
0: I went back to our coverage to kind of listen to it just to make sure mm-hmm. I had it right, and I actually had to. Correct myself. I thought it was sixty three. So thank you, Teresa. Teresa says she's not in the game. <laughs> oh, the uh, the Ratna, Ibu Ratna. Yeah, she's not. Right, yep. right, right. Sharni says I was leaning for a number two.
1: The I'm afraid with the open wound thing. I think oh,
0: okay, okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So Tahir says I'm already more afraid of living in the Last of Us universe than TWDs. I thought everyone is infected was kind of the worst, but as humans, that's something we can kind of get used to and not worry about turning until we are about to die. This world is a whole other monster, pun intended. Which yeah, this world actually established the mycelial network. It's what I'm going to call it for now and I'm borrowing it from Star Trek Discovery, essentially. (laughs) They travel through a mycelial network as an alternative to warp travel. Some of you who watch the show will get it, some of you won't. But anyway, mycelial, mycelia, (laughs) that's code for mushrooms. So apparently yeah, what's really really scary about this universe's zombies is that they have a mycelial network. If they are connected through these tendrils, they may be connected to other clusters that are down the street or maybe even longer distances, we don't know. When you see the uh, courthouse, I think it was, or the Capitol building, is that where they're where, where the fireflies are held up? They're headed to the Capitol building. When you see the bodies of the dead, apparently dead, maybe dead, who knows, you do see the little tendrils and they are, they happen to be connected to the cluster mm-hmm. that was uh, out in the road that they were observing from the hotel, I want to say? Yes, yes, the hotel. Yep. And that is terrifying because not only do you have that, but you also have really fast moving zombies, let's say. <laughs> so. or infected, we should call it. We thought, oh, how cool. The transmission is a lot like The Walking Dead, where there's bites. And sometimes there's these tendril kisses, which we saw again in this episode, not just from Nana. (laughs) We got it to see it. Anna Torv getting a nice sloppy uh, mycelial kiss. (laughs) It's gross cordyceps kiss Lick. walking dead eternal says have anyone noticed that the clickers made the same sound like in the grudge movies i'm sure that was intentional <laughs> to get you feeling that <laughs> horror feel
1: it was similar in the game the sounds that they yeah. make it's it like sounds like it was
0: yeah. and the same music too by noticing the intro for the series it's the same music or opening theme as the game or at least the first game right
1: i believe so yeah
0: with the, the acoustic guitar
1: if it plays it plays for so little a period <laughs> of time that okay that i did
0: not notice sharon says they flash back to it in the episode I watched it three times. Oh yeah, she's referring to the soldier versus mm-hmm. the soldier in yep. the present, and the future, or sorry, the past and the future, the uh, present. I also love the frog on the piano. I I like that too. There's a distinct sense that nature is has made residence where civilization once was.
1: Yeah, it reminds me a lot of um, the photos that are taken in the nuclear fallout areas in the world, and then also there's well, been photos, in photos in released in this world, of-
0: or what do you mean? Just yeah, in, in our
1: world, in our real
0: world. Well, I meant this world, as in the walk <laughs> the last of us or, no. okay no no can no you expand like in our real world oh like our conceptual photos you're saying or, or no. maybe even like chernobyl no you're i'm saying? talking
1: about real. i'm talking about like chernobyl it's so i'm talking okay, about real so places so Dave. be specific I yeah. <laughs> well I, you keep farce- talking <laughs> you keep talking how am i supposed to tell you <laughs> so but, but wait <laughs> But which, wait, <laughs> damn which it is Hiroshima? It, what? Damn
0: okay, it go ahead.
1: <laughs> there were also photos right. released of areas of Disney World that were closed. Oh. Frontier Frontier World, I think, was one of them, or Frontierland. That all succumbs to nature over time. In North Carolina, in the mountains, there was a Wizard of Oz park. Really creepy, like ethereal Jeez. photos of it went around several years ago. Since then, it has been opened by the current owner several times a year, and now it's fixed up and looks more nice. But the reason it became such a popular concept... (laughs) not
0: quite but
1: no i'm sure they still (laughs) have some of it like it's not gonna be perfect but part of what the draw was was the fact that it had succumbed to nature and it was so chilling to us because it moves past us and the effect that we have on the world
0: right it reminds you that you you don't have control you can try but unless you maintain it in that sense it kind of reminds me of blade runner the book because the book kind of goes out of its way in the beginning to talk about Kipple. And Kipple is just everything that kind of piles up if you don't keep it in check. It's more garbage, but it's really everything. Growth, dust, dirt, garbage. If you don't maintain it, it will overtake you. It's kind of like a reminder of that. Takira says, so essentially exploding them hurts the whole network? Well, basically touching the nerve. Their mycelial network is kind of like a nerve center in a way. So it sounds like it'll, it'll alert them to your presence. He, they kind of explain that before they get into the museum. Yeah, how-
1: I don't know that it would hurt them if they weren't all in there, I don't know that blowing up some of them would have hurt the other group. It would have yeah. notified them; they right. would have known. But I don't know that it would hurt them. It's
0: how they know there's food there, and and you mm-hmm. know, since mushrooms are so used to being static,
1: because <laughs> then we hit the then we hit the concept of can fungus feel pain, and that's like a whole thing that we're like going into. You're on notice, vegans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sharon d says very mad about Tess
1: oh <sighs> you guys I knew it was coming I had watched Travis play a lot of this game before and it came back to me in my first episode gameplay that she was a goner so it was like kind of disappointing <laughs> that yeah. it was Anna Torov and I really like her and I was like this is gonna suck but then they made it so far into the episode that I actually had hopes for a minute that they weren't gonna do it
0: right but right the, but then they did and <laughs> they did. Just true to form, just to be clear, it sounds like the same thing happens in the game.
1: She's bit in the same exact spot. Ellie is not bit a second time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why they're really trying to like drive that point home in the well, show. Or I know for exactly Joel, why. I guess. For Joel's sake, I guess. But
0: Well, it makes it more realistic. It really drives the point home that she's definitely immune. We had said last week that we, they, they were bearing the lead real hard for some reason. And mm-hmm. this is the reason. He even mentions in the episode how many have tried, some people do survive, a month it's not unusual for people to actually survive past the 24 hour point it's the fact that the infection hasn't spread they paid special attention to showing the difference between tess and ellie after being bit as well mm-hmm. and so people talking about the cure etc cetera, etc cetera, and but even us like getting the information in the first episode how they buried the lead and we're like why are they so hardcore about burying the lead and they kind of <laughs> having that second bite really emphasizes the point that like oh this is not bullshit they're not gonna lead us on for several episodes down the line making us wonder what if finally getting to wherever they're going west maybe possibly and then like going haha just kidding she's gonna die or she's dying but you still got that scene and i mentioned yeah. this in the blog and showed a picture of it of ellie basically rubbing her arm and i, sh- mm-hmm. I show this in full screen and her arm is is looking like it was bit uh, even yet again or maybe this is the one that she's rubbing the second bite because it's affecting her somehow sherry says there is a theme park in louisiana i missed some of the other ones there's a theme park mm-hmm. in louisiana that was abandoned after a hurricane, there's a documentary about it on Amazon, I think. And just to kind of drop a little pin, my friend Matt loves those photos of abandoned malls and stuff like that and how it really doesn't take even like that long for them to become overgrown after distress and broken windows and debris flying in and stuff starting to grow from ponds and stuff. You can probably get some of those photos, I think on his website, dreamsin 16 by 9com maybe. Tahir says, I was wondering if maybe some of those things we saw hadn't been there a whole 20 years. I don't know, maybe survival that died more recently left some of it behind. Maybe. Sherandy says there was stuff animal under the wrecked car that just glared at me. No way it would have been so bright and recognizable. Yeah, you know, and it, that too also gave me that teddy bear walker feel again this episode. We mentioned it last week, how the kid going to the Fedra border crossing made us think of the teddy, ge- teddy bear girl walker from the pilot of The Walking Dead. This one too. And yeah, it, it also probably emphasizes that there is a sort of maybe a migrant train, possibly, and kind of ties in very nicely to how Joel was saying all those people, yeah, they thought they could cross this area and make it to Fedra or make it away from Fedra. They keep piling up in this cluster of infected. And so, yeah, maybe you're right, Sherandy. Maybe this was a more recent tragedy, let's say. Takira says, if, if taking a bunch of them d- out doesn't weaken the whole, it, that's just unfair. And that's another thing. <laughs> it feels like it takes a lot to take them down. It's not like a simple headshot, too. That was another thing I uh. wanted to mention. These people have no reason. And Joel is, it makes Joel Joel's so right. These people have no reason to have drive or hope. I even mentioned in the blog, there's no, there's, I don't know how there's even a reason for Joel to get out of bed <laughs> some days. And yet he does. And he's very driven. He's hustling. He's got his day job. He's got his drug side hustle. He needs to get a battery to get his brother back. Probably some sort of familial obligation. Who knows? But Sharon says tomato scream when they're stressed. Takira says, yes, plants actually feel pain. We just can't hear how it affects them. Uh, was it, was it Maynard? What is his, what was his band called? Tool? Yeah yeah tool Perfect didn't circle he, didn't he one? have didn't he have the cries of the carrots that was one of their songs i don't know <laughs> anyway
1: i don't know i haven't listened to tools since i was 13 <laughs>
0: takira says the people that last a month i wonder if maybe they have a slight immunity or at least the ability to try to fight off the fungus well hey, i guess nobody waited enough long enough to find out or maybe it would just kept progressing you know and just eventually overtook them she says would people would have been taking antifungal pills before any kind of immunity well one thing about antifungals is though is that a they ravage your body to toxic levels and there's no guarantee that they work this is just like a common fact which is why dr ratna the mycologist i'll remind you again she's like yeah this is there's no time to make something of this nature for us to study it it's just it's just there's no hope and she makes it very clear I mean look the acting speaks for itself first of all it was heart rendering actually they really started off super strong with that scene that opening yeah, scene was great. and then it really kind of sets the stage for why Joel acts the way he does in this episode Joel and Tess but mo- mostly Joel <laughs> even throughout the end it's like I gotta deal with this shit <laughs> you said there was a distinct departure from the games in this episode is there any, yeah. anything that jumps out at you?
1: the beginning scene was not in the game obviously with the doctor the scene after the credits with ellie and the sandwiches and that whole thing (laughs) not in the game at all
0: super funny too
1: it was a great scene yeah. and it, it did add a lot of depth to like why is there this relationship between Ellie and the and the Fireflies? Joel came off really cold-hearted and stern. Maybe I see it a little I just don't really see it in the game all that much. They didn't go to a hotel that wasn't part of the game. It's a lot of sneaking through buildings and the museum is pretty time-consuming.
0: In the game?
1: In the game. Okay. Yeah, there's, a, so that there's existed. a lot there. it's okay. it, yeah, yeah, it was a museum. There's a whole subway portion that we didn't go to. But it's essentially the same thing. It's clickers and, you know, it would be really repetitive if we just kept seeing the same thing over and over again. So the thing with Tess sprain her ankle, that was not the same. The walking across the wood and Ellie being completely unafraid of that, identical. Uh, Oh, you know, I know it's scary, but and she just is already like halfway across.
0: Right, it's wood. When he's trying to tell her, like she
1: doesn't (laughs) care. She didn't say that in the game, but it's just that whole nonchalance about, eh, it's fine. I'm not worried about it. The part with the I can't swim. Mm Mm-hmm. That was in the game, but it took place right before they got to the Capitol building. There's actually like a huge pool of water in front of the Capitol building in the game. Which and that's where of, that conversation comes in.
0: Which kind of makes fun of the hotel scene in a way. It subverts mm-hmm. a little bit of those gameplay expectations. Yeah,
1: which is great. I also love the conversation that they have where they're like, oh, so the spitting spores out and infecting you is in a thing. I love that because actors, right? So they're not going to wear masks in their scenes, which...
0: You're okay. talking about COVID protocols, oh. I guess, in a way. No,
1: no, no. I'm talking about full out masks Which that is you would wear if you were trying to avoid sports. But yeah, yeah. that's the reason they don't do it because because actors have feelings.
0: Well, I think it's more the producers. I think because they uh, know they know they know people want to see the faces of these actors. There's
1: it's- a lot of actors who will demand it. And it's, Why am I doing this if I'm not going to be seen?
0: It's the it's the same so. reason that do you remember? There's the calm before, and then there's the storm. Season nine, season finale. How Jeffrey dean morgan there's this <laughs> there's this snowstorm and mm. he's without a, a hat and s- a scarf and his jacket's open and it's winter folks it's winter yeah. and the one glaring comment that i had is like zip up your coat goddammit. it it's it's freezing actor and you know the reason why it's because they need to be seen producers want the stars to be seen it's the reason why my wife sat there and watched the show because daddy pascal was on the screen <laughs> and if he was in a gas mask they wouldn't get to see daddy pascal it's, okay it's fucking human <laughs> behavior folks i get it. i mean i get it it's
1: fine i don't i don't care that they got rid of it i i thought it was really a funny way to poke fun at the fact that they were doing it differently oh yeah 100%, so I, I enjoyed sure. that yeah. i enjoyed it <laughs> the other big difference was the cordyceps being connected that was not a conversation that happened
0: was it a reality in the games in any way?
1: Not that I've gotten to.
0: Ooh. If anybody else knows, chime in. No, don't.
1: Chime don't. in. Tell us no. that the games tell
0: us what we already don't already know. No,
1: shut up. Don't say anything. <laughs> the other big difference is that it's not infected that test fights at the end.
0: It's, it's not, not infected that test fights. It's bites. not
1: infected. Fights. 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 Can you not hear me?
0: No, I can hear you. I just <laughs> okay. didn't I didn't understand the English that was coming out of your mouth. <laughs> it's not the infect. It, that Tess fights in the end. Is that what you said?
1: Yes. Yeah. What,
0: what does what does she fight in the game? She,
1: yeah, in the game she fights military from the QZ.
0: Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So is, they switch. Why do you
1: act point? like that was such a weird sentence? That was it's such a way. All right, look, look here, chime it. in, chat. That was a normal <laughs> sentence. Okay, the
0: infected Tess fights. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sorry, my brain just kind of went silent for a minute. I was like, that is a normal sentence. No, it's not. <laughs> just kidding. I'm kidding. David Carranza says, "Loved episode two. The accuracy is, is uncanny and so enjoyable." Is Ashley? If J- if Ashley Johnson appears, I'm dead. Uh, yeah, I, I can I can say, I hear that. She's a little too young for me, but you know, say, hey, you're a young guy, so it's about the same. Age. Anyway, Takira <laughs> says, "Love the same Sarah so Sharon D says, "The set design is fabulous." Yeah, I love it the green. It's the beautiful. Distinct greens all over the Swampy waters with all the algae, whatever. Preach, oh my god, the costumes. David says, Shandy says, Hi, I loved that Ellie was so delightfully disgusted in the green water. <laughs> Accurate, I think all of us would be. It's not like, <laughs> not like water, it's more like soup. If you go walk through, soup, she's so
1: happy to experience new things, though. It's like she's never gotten to go into a, a pool, yeah. So, like, this would be like the biggest body of water for her,
0: right? She was like, Ew, this That's is cool. so gross, while smiling and laughing, <laughs>
1: yeah, right? It's awesome.
0: Same, why were there so many clean zones in fear at The Walking Dead season seven? Well, you know. See, and that's the thing. <laughs> One of the comments that we've always made about Hubris. the Walking <laughs> walk Dead was clean teeth, <laughs> hygiene seems to be intact. Their in the, hair in, looks great. In the Walking Dead universe, hair looks somewhat okay. Unless you're Laura slash Naomi slash June
1: slash June. <laughs> Well, no, she isn't June yet at that point. Remember? Okay. they fall into, and Madison's wearing that really horrible wig.
0: The muck. But that's, you know. like, purposeful. Well, we're literally in Whoever a pile Whoever chose that of wig oof.
1: made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs>
0: here says, "Okay, now it's just these two left, and they can't stand each other, but they need to trust each other to make it. Joel and Ellie, this should be interesting. They're going to have to give us more characters so they can kill them after we fall in love with them. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Their relationship might build for a long time through silence and clickers. I am eager to find out how they do this, and which is kind of like an interesting treat for the people who know somewhat of the games and that they do have a sort of relationship. And for those who play the game, they, I'm sure, it's even better. They want to see how." How it differs because at some point like takira said last week the game is going to st- either one diverge but two try to go beyond the gameplay david says i love bella here so i can't wait to see her work in game of thrones bella ramsey shandy says she's a badass in, in Ga- game of thrones powerhouse here says Rich- Rich- richie says the creatures remind him of the flood in halo yeah that's right so in halo n- not near the end but like near the end-ish part of the game they reveal a sort of spore-like big-headed creature creatures if you get too close when they die they kind of heads kind of explode and stuff and yeah I, I can see that i can see that hey thomas says jesus i just watched the show is freaking intense yeah yeah that's i i that's why i kind of like this episode a little bit more than the first thomas is texting me oh, yeah. now quit ignoring me so i'm trying man <laughs> we don't usually have this much in the chat i appreciate it but give me a break <laughs> please, please don't leave <laughs> oh my god worst makeout out ever and the infected. <laughs>
1: so gross
0: thank you buddy thank you are you are you killing are you liking it cameos yeah, uh, my wife and I. Eh, she's like, you know, as long as there's Daddy Pascal, I think it's fine. Takira laughing. we were making gross sounds during that makeout scene. I was holding my breath because at the same time as Anna Torv is making out with the CGI infected Sporeman, she's trying to still light the, the lighter. And I'm like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen?
1: It seemed Which, like it really wasn't going to.
0: She's already making the sacrifice. It's And then like, oh, it's got to go out like this. I'm sure some of the infected ran past her and... Ugh. Teresa Harper says the Spore connection. It's not in the game. She can confirm. I guess Teresa Harper <laughs> you played. The, did you play both Teresa. part one and part two? <laughs> it's, well, no. That's good though. You don't want it to be in the game, right?
1: Well, I don't want stuff to be ruined for me.
0: <laughs> it's no. still not. Just like you said last week, it's still not going to make it any less terrifying for you. You know, <laughs> you're like I hate zombie games, but I love zombie <laughs> movies and TV. I was so stressed <laughs> in the museum part. It's in the, the game. Worse right it's it's the
1: worst there's so uh, i told dave i'm like two there were way more than two clickers it went on forever and i had to figure out how to get around them and you gotta throw bottles to distract them it was horrible
0: takira's like i knew she was gonna light them up i just knew
1: i did not know i did not know either
0: <laughs> i was like maybe not because the not. more you watch the more you're like and because they need to do this the more you want you, you're trying to figure out where they're going to diverge oh maybe it doesn't light up maybe she they don't get t-boned in in town mm. right by that car but maybe the, an airplane falls. will fall out of the sky <laughs> mm <laughs> Okay, there's one thing that I did want to make sure I mentioned before we continue or end. You never know. If you guys don't give us any fuel for the conversation, we won't know. There was a distinct, just like probably the truck getaway scene in the last episode, there was a distinct sense of giving the audience the same point of view as Ellie Williams in this episode. You are there in the museum as well. They're looking around. You're looking around. You are in the game slash the show. They did a really, really good good job of giving you that POV. You were escaping or being smuggled as well as Ellie. And I, I really, really want you in both episodes. I want you to rewatch both episodes. And first of all, where Sarah, where you're Sarah, you as the watcher are Sarah, and you as the watcher are Ellie. And notice how the show does a really, really good job of heightening the tension while making it feel like you are the player in this game. Because that's what a good video game is supposed to do. By way of story, it kind of teaches you the basics of the game and they did that with the with the whole mycelial connection which is new uh, we just learned thanks to Teresa Harper it's new it's not in the game which brings the terrifyingness of to a whole not- nother level that we're not used to as most of us are walking dead watch watchers we're used to slow moving zombies that you can only get infected if you're bitten or die and this is fast walkers that can also hear if they can't see and then now they have a mycelial network of walkers and they can move really fast and give you disgusting kisses they can Ugh. scratch you this is the confirmed scratch thing and they're mycelial f- Things can poke you in the, the leg and you can become infected.
1: No one will ever look at mushrooms the same way again.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> most of the comments that are coming through right now. <laughs> Looks like bean sprouts, Sharon. He says, I distinctly, you know, like it young... Did. <laughs> <laughs> to me it looks like young spruce leaves. It's not green, no. obviously. It's white. With the little spines on them. And then eventually they grow out and they become deep green. Yeah, you know, like a no, fir tree. No, it looks
1: like bean sprouts.
0: All right. I'm I'm
1: with that.
0: <laughs> Takira says, I knew she was gonna light them up. I just knew, oh my god, the scene where Joel had to drag Ellie out of the building. I felt for her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cause it's like Sarah. You have to unlearn saving people. You have to unlearn don't leave this person behind. No, she's mm. done. She, she's not like you. She's done. Thomas says this would make an intense VR game, yeah, which is kind of like my point that having that POV. <laughs> she, she's die. already not in good shape playing just the video game, adding VR. would. It, she's like, I quit. Dave, can you play the video game? Because <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> I'll say this now. I get you, Bridget, because one of the greatest games that does this well this is like on the this is like an old 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 game but they came out with many sequels Thief the, the game series Thief the first game even as as lower fi as it was the emphasis of the game is to be soundless so there was a light meter to see if you were in the dark mm. and there was a sound meter to see if your footsteps would make any noise and you had all these different arrows as a thief this is like in medi- medieval times so you were like an assassin mm. in medieval times you'd have arrow- moss arrows so that you would make sound on marble floors and you could hear the different directions that people were walking if you had headphones on and you should have headphones on for that game but by god that game got scary even if there wasn't any later on in the game these this like these sort of undead creatures and if they sneak up on you in the game it is terrifying because you could (laughs) hear where they're coming from and you're looking as a person in that direction like and you're like is it in the room with me So I get you. I 100% get you. So you should play the game Thief and maybe its sequels. The story's really good too.
1: Play Last of Us. Play Thief. <laughs>
0: like, who has the here. time well do get it for I me because i don't have it Karanza says david caranza says are like it omega queen bridget so far oh well, yeah so there you go i don't know what that <laughs> means but I, you're queen bridget so they- <laughs> get
1: am me. i liking it yes <laughs> I, I like am. it yes. i am, yeah, am i think she
0: means it. are you liking it yes
1: yeah i am teresa
0: says i played part one i'm sorry oh so maybe it's in part two eh, you never know Takir says oh my god yes when sarah went across the street and was standing in the kitchen looking at the monster grandma right right i definitely included a very scary picture of nana mm. in the blog that i published today uh so head over there now uh not now and
1: i fr- i forgive you Teresa. I forgive <laughs> yeah.
0: you. yeah thomas says joe needs a redneck with a crossbow hell yeah he does but wherever will she find him <laughs> france takira says it was totally her point of view freaked me out right yeah 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 i love it i love it that was it was a great move david Carranza says my little brother and i played both parts he's loving it oh cool pedro's on fire so david if you played the games was the mycelial network of tendrils was that a concept where one cluster of infected could alert another one via that mycelial connection. Thomas says, play Jackbox instead of Thief and uh, The Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> and Sharon D's agreeing. Sure. You're not supposed to agree. You yeah. traitor. <laughs> Be on our side. Not Thomas's side. There's no sides. Everybody. You're all on the same side. <laughs> Thomas's jackbox gets pretty intense.
1: It does. Uh, sometimes. I'm, I'm terrified darn jackbox
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> Some games are very nerve-wracking. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Playing Quicksort with an internet crowd oh playing God. the game too. That was that is the worst. That if you want your blood pe- pressure to rise, because you're wanting you want your team. You want the other team to win because you're like, this is a shit show. <laughs> guys look at the look at your phone screen don't look at the at the anyway (laughs) So sometimes some we play day. jackbox games, by the way. And if you follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash squawking dead, you can be alerted when we go live to play them. But we also play on our YouTube. But Twitch is where it's at, folks. It's I think. <laughs> anyway. Going back to the whole nature making residence where civilization once was, when Sheridan mentioned the flaw the frog on the p- the piano, I just like, what is playing that music? And it's actually not terrible. It's terrible, but it's not that terrible. It's a frog. It reminded me of just the randomest thing. When we're we were covering tales of the walking dead and jesse t usher's character devon is playing the piano he's like oh i'm not that good i'm like shut up bitch you're you're not you're not bad at all what are you talking about <laughs> shit okay Tier says isn't there another show or movie that was similar with the whole doing something over here alerts the monsters um, to where you are tremors
1: it's killing <laughs> it me tremors. to try tremors, the tremors. Movie? right
0: <laughs> tremors two. then <And laughs>
1: <laughs> tremors one through seven. With uh, all. have the same theme.
0: Wasn't the dad from Family Ties in that in Tremors, if I'm not mistaken?
1: It's Kevin Bacon. Is it Tremors? Keep,
0: okay. Because there were so and, many shows like that, too, about <laughs> uh, movies. And. With the um, sandworms and stuff?
1: Yeah. And then as it goes further on, Jamie Kennedy is in it.
0: Oh my God. All right. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I love <laughs> Tremors. Don't come for Tremors. It's great.
0: Thomas says Twitch is the new Friendster. Hopefully not. <laughs> That's all I can say. (laughs) David Carranza says, the sports connection is in the game, Dave. Oh, there you go. It's probably part two. Thomas confirms the dad from Family Ties is in Tremors. And Takira, yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, Tremors. To be yeah. my favorite, Teresa Harper says there's a lot more bad people in the games. The game so far than the zombie spores. And Sherry says I love Tremors, the original. Yes, Reba with and Reba McIntyre. And yet the dad from the Family Ties. Yep, 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 yep. Cool. They won't be in this show. <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't know. You never know if Ashley Butzerface is going to be. <laughs> I don't know. It's a free-for-all, everybody. I'm going to be on the show. Oh, shit. I spoiled the surprise. Well, cat's out of the bag. Just kidding. I'm not going to be on the show. If I do, if I am, it was not. My agent needs to hear. I need to get paid. It's, anyway. <laughs> Thomas says, sit, Ubu, sit. Good dog. If you know, you know. Black Lab, lol. <laughs> it, was, it was Ubu on. Anyway. And Shandy says, you were the frog, Dave. I still didn't get paid. Okay? That was a very difficult role. I was not aware that I was being shot in that moment. I was having a private moment with it. Anyway. Anyway. Teresa says, The Quiet Place. Teresa Harper. That's oh, a yeah,
1: it's another one. great
0: modern reference to uh, being quiet and not making any noise. I, I haven't Sorry. watched those movies.
1: Sorry, I went to such an old
0: movie. No, I was thinking the same thing. Uh, but Teresa came out with a win. Uh, <laughs> Thomas says, Dave posts nude shower pics to Patreon supporters. Yeah, because nobody's, except for Ryan, is getting those photos. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> David Carranza says, David's voice is so soothing, laughing my ass off. Emojis, I love him. And then he laughs because, wait, do you mean it if you're laughing at the end of it? Anyway. (laughs) <laughs> Teresa Harper says, good night. Thank you, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for helping Love us guys. break these episodes down. And without you ado. just finished listening to our initial thoughts and reactions to our first watch of The Last of Us's second episode titled Infected. We got together and recorded a full episode breakdown, which I will be unveiling to you right now. Thanks for listening. And here we go. We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes beyond the walking dead universe i'm your host david cameo and i'm joined by Cosmo cosmomom09 rachel burt sharon A.K. blazy gardner and bridget ko-fi.com slash punky brewster that's p-o-n-k-y-b-r-u-i-s-e-t-e-r and we're here to discuss <laughs> our thoughts on second watch of the last of Us <laughs> second episode titled infection now why are we here again well the reason is because we had this idea in our head to go live right after the episode airs to give you our impressions well Lo and behold, it seems to be that once we go live, we pretty much have it down right. However, case in point, if you go to our blog, blog blog.squawkingdead.com and look up the blog we did on the first episode, we kind of filled in some of the blanks that we missed or we didn't discuss. We didn't get into a little enough in the blog for that episode. Now that blog is going to be in the new blog that goes back to the old blog. (laughs) anyway it has some reference materials of things like the actor who plays marlene it was in the video games as well as the as the series articles detailing why they didn't decide to make spores the infection mechanism going into the masks why the masks are important also at the end of this episode infected in the behind the scenes for that episode they discussed it also a little a little bit further more on the line of well we didn't want, want to make the spores the mechanism for infection because Anything could be a spore. Spores are everywhere. They're invisible. You can't really see them. So that's why they invented the mycelial network. But that was the main reason why they, they expanded on the mycelial network in this episode. We have Cosmom09, Rachel Burt. I wanted to give you the floor to give us your thoughts on these last two episodes.
2: Hey, guys. Glad I could finally make it. I've been a busy, busy girl doing lots of stuff and things. Don't worry about it, Lori. There's only been two episodes, so I can't really... I don't know. It's weird not knowing anything about the show because I went into The Walking Dead and I'm like, I've at least seen zombie movies and shows before. I had some sort of reference. This is completely, totally new. I went into it actually hoping that it would suck. If I'm being honest, I really wanted it to be terrible.
0: Why? Why? I'm actually, I'm really curious because I part of me. That's why I decided to do this live right after the episodes because I wasn't sure if we were going to come back into the studio and discuss it further. I thought we might just keep on going live, but, but why? Why do you say that?
2: Because I really looked forward to spending our entire recording sessions just. Tearing it apart and being, what the fuck, this and how could this happen? And this is so stupid. And I
0: like other I podcasts. Was dead set. I don't.
2: Yeah, I don't like listen other other podcast, other podcast, like other podcasts. Honestly, or like
0: Sharon D. I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you're our resident shitter. Not on always.
1: Things. No, just, but like
3: usually <laughs> only br- when it's warranted, not just all the time. <laughs> if you're talking about Fear
0: season seven, that was
3: warranted.
0: Well, you know, listen, you. <laughs> When you punch something long enough, it makes an impact.
3: (laughs) Four, five, and six—I, you know, season five and six, I'm all up in it. But season seven was garbage. I'm sorry. I'm gonna tell it like it is.
0: It seems like we're all traumatized, but in our own special way.
1: (laughs) The tower. The tower.
3: Since you said that, I do have a small complaint about the episode. Oh. <laughs> it's not even just this show. This is something that all shows do. And I understand it's a tension building technique. When you're getting ready to go into a building with monsters in it, and you have a 14-year-old girl who does not know about these monsters, instead of just telling her to be silent, why don't you tell her why she needs to be silent? Not just, hey we're just going to be silent. No information, nothing about what to expect. No, hey, these guys can't see you, but they can hear you. You got to be silent. Let's just go up here and be quiet. Give people information they need. And I get it. It's attention building, but it's so stupid. Why wouldn't you give this information to this kid?
0: I get it. In a realistic level, it doesn't make sense. But something I learned from my friend, Chris, who I, I did this collaboration with just before New Year's, he does a beer show. We do a zombie show covering zombie stuff we did a zombie beer based themed taste test of these three different beers he told me something that was very important and because he's from the film making world and he says show don't tell what they wanted to do was show you not tell you but
3: like, I, like right, you said, I get, but you're right i get you're, the point of it but it's it's so frustrating that is the only complaint i have about it everything else i fucking love
0: it's not even bad. It's just annoying. To fill that in a little bit, though, I do feel like even they don't know 100% how these things work necessarily. They know the mycelial network They know that
2: they can't see, though. Right. At the very least, right. they could have told her, shut your face because they can't see you, but they can hear you, bitch. That, right. that right. could have been enough. Right. Having a teenager, I can tell you that they don't. When you say be quiet, they're going to be louder.
0: But why? But why? Exactly. But why? And she, and she yeah. was-ish. And, and also, like, throughout the episode- <laughs> She's clearly not probably should. No, definitely should not be doing half the stuff she's doing to stay alive. <laughs> like, ooh, going into a mall, like stop yeah,
3: but, messing but around. I there might that, be a clicker nearby. But That was, I love that though. No, like, I that, do too. that was, that was a kid being a kid and enjoying her freedom and stuff. Yeah. But as adults, Tess and Joel should know better than to keep important information on a journey. I can't see them taking some adult in there and being just be quiet.
0: Is that even enough for an adult, right?
1: Especially (laughs) after that scene at the beginning because Tess says, I'm going to talk to you like an adult now. Right, right. right.
0: Well, maybe they were too adult and not enough child. But (laughs) to kind of give you a little bit more validation for my comments is that when they see the guy messed up like that, even they're like what could have caused that?
3: It was the guy that was because I think they knew that guy was up there. Apparently, they've had run-ins with him before. Because as soon as the ground level, no, the clicker that was upstairs that oh okay they ran into. They knew he was there because as soon as they started hearing noises, they were like oh you know he's he's,
0: oh no no I meant I meant the mutilated body they found right. But what I'm saying is when they found that body, I feel like no,
3: they were like no, this was. A clicker. A so clicker they were like this. in denial. They're like,
0: no, maybe it came in from the outside. It couldn't be. It couldn't be a clicker. Right. We, no- we never right. see those. Maybe not ever. Mm-hmm. It just felt it was like more it- like
1: desperation. I really don't want to deal with this. This is the worst. Right. So maybe it's not that bad. And know.
0: maybe what we should get out of this is that with Tess's knees going up t- ten flights of f- floors, and you know, they're they're above, <laughs> right? They're above a certain age, and they are getting a little too old for this shit to. Quote, not Riggs, Murtaugh. who's the other guy from, Leth- Murtaugh from <laughs> Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon. So that is probably something we should keep in mind as well. This is going to be an important theme, <laughs> age, and age versus youth too. There's something to talk about there.
3: On that note, I would like to point out something that I noticed on second watch. When we open on Ellie, she's curled up in the grass, sleeping like a little baby. In the fetal position. <laughs> by the end of the episode, she's back in the grass again. She's still framed by foliage and flowers and grass but this time she's standing she's grown up she's not the baby that she was at the beginning mm. and um, I, I i really loved that framing that's why i love this show that's
0: <laughs> i didn't think about that it
3: also it also made seeing her when the flowers made me think of nick laying in the blue bonnets first thing nick
0: Sorry. clark from fear yeah. the walking dead in his final episode frank delane oh let's go back to rachel you saying that with something completely we don't know one of the things that we'd said in in previous live streams They've made it, though, so that for the most part, because spores aren't the transmission mechanism and it scratches and bites, well, they kind of brought it back to like how the Walking Dead zombies sort of infect other people. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was kind of interesting, though.
2: The tiniest little scratch. Well, my, my
3: feeling, I guess, would be because I know when the little shuffling boy came in in the first episode, all he had was a tiny little cut on his leg. It didn't even look like a bite or anything. It was just like, she was like, where did you get this? It was a little cut. If they break your skin in any way they can infect you with spores probably with those mm.
0: mycelial strands apparently is what it's looking like at this point. The,
3: the bean sprouts
2: the
0: fucking yeah. bean yes. sprouts
2: <laughs> that was disgusting
0: what what about it this is disgusting because it's the hair thing
2: that was one part that i kind of freaked out a little bit i did freak out a little bit when tess did her thing and she just and this the thing walks up and i'm like no no no! Ew! It was disgusting. Why would you let him do? Why? Why? Why are you just? Bleh? And then the and the and her mouth was open and she's just like take. Bleh. It was disgusting. Why did she just stand there and fucking take that? Why wouldn't she like shove him away? Why didn't she pick up a grenade? She could have done literally a thousand things besides swallowing his fucking bean sprouts. It was disgusting.
3: She was already <laughs> infected. And it was already controlling her because as soon as it locked eyes on her, she was losing all of her But own she autonomy. knew
2: enough to keep flipping the, the lighter. Right. But, but I feel that
3: it just froze her in place. Dave, you were talking about in the hallway when Ellie grabbed her shoulder and then the other lady grabbed her shoulder too. Maybe it's because since she's infected, she's part of the mycelial chain now and they're already controlling her movements. And it starts with your face in your head. And then it moves romantic. to your arms and your body. And then it moves to your legs. It's already taken over this part of her body. Some she brain, can't stop it. Essentially, But it but her hand, it's not moved to the part of her arms yet. Because remember on the chart, it tells you what face was two, three hours. Thorax and arms were four or five hours. And then within 24 hours, it was your legs. It's, it's already taken this part of her. And now she's but she still has the functionality of her arms because it hasn't moved to that part of her yet. She can still Hmm. flick the lighter and have that much autonomy, but the majority of the autonomy of her has taken over already.
2: When I saw that chart, I took it as if you get hit in these places, if you get bit or scratched in these places, that's how much time you have before you are dead. Hmm. Oh that's how I that's how I read that chart.
1: I thought it was how symptoms displayed. (laughs) But to be fair, I only saw it for a split second, so
0: it is in the blog, though. So
2: they're a real romantic breed. Yes, kiss each other. <laughs> Very All romantic. Right. So romantic. Take my brain's bean sprouts, baby. I found out a little something, a little behind the scenes stuff about. That are you going to tell us that that's her husband and they kissed on set? No. <laughs> no, no well, no. let me let me just read the <laughs> no. thing.
0: It's time. Ta- it's time to full infection. Rachel, you oh, are also partial- Rachel's right. You are right. Okay. If infecting okay. wound is located on. Neck, face, head, five to fifteen minutes. Torso, arm, Gosh. shoulder, hand, two to eight hours. Leg or foot, twelve to twenty-four hours. Mm. You are right, Rachel. Vindicated.
2: Okay. <laughs> wow, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm marking this one down in the calendar. I'm never all right. All right, well,
0: all right, it's marking it down. This Rachel day. gets it right <laughs> in, in the year of our Lord, 2023. <laughs> so <laughs> adjust
3: my theory a little bit. But anyway, it still hasn't taken over complete autonomy. She can't pull away from it, but she still has a little bit of her own control.
1: It is startling to see her frozen in fear because from the limited information we have, we do not know her to be a scared person.
3: When she sent Joel and Ellie away, there was a just a moment after they left where she just kind of stopped and you could just see it hit her that she was absolutely completely alone. There was no backup for her. Mm. There was nobody going to do anything with her. Nobody was going to come save her. She was completely and totally alone. I'm wondering if that also factored into her just kind of giving up when it came at her.
0: I can see all that. I wanted to go a different way just to see if this makes a difference, given the fact that they find that body at the bottom of the stairs, not the bottom of the stairs, in in the other room around the corner in the Bostonian. Which doesn't exist, according to Seth LaRusso. Thanks, Seth, I guess. You know, don't you know it's the Bostonian? It's in Boston. That doesn't exist. I'm like, I'll take your word for it, Bostonian. (laughs) Anyway, given the fact that they find this body old, mutilated, I just don't think she wanted to take the chance of making any sudden movements that would make her not accomplish this mission, her last Mm. mission. I think that's why she overall submits. It's like taming a wild animal. It's like, if I can just tame it long enough, flick the, the lighter... And then light the thing up, and then I don't have to worry about anything. But if I make sudden movements, it's all for nothing. Me sacrificing myself is all for nothing. She could have pursed her lips. She went full in. Her own mycelials were trying to reach out to his mycelials. That's what's what's making me think Uh. that it was... It was,
3: it was already controlling her because that's the whole point of these, right? Yeah. It, it takes yeah. over the human body and controls it. Yeah. If she's already being controlled by it. Then it is or commanding connected. her to stay there in one spot and not move. So she or can't, at the she very she least couldn't.
0: connected, right? So in some sort uh, of way that we can't explain. And it could okay. be yeah, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. We can so. all still at least agree that it was disgusting, yes? <laughs> oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, for sure, dude. I like
1: bean sprouts.
0: <laughs> Same thing with uh, <laughs> Nana Adler. Something about hair in mouths is just so gross. Anywhere else you're like, okay, oh, it's hair is coming out of my arms. Clearly, it's anything like, out coming mouth. out of your mouth that doesn't belong in your mouth
3: is pretty gross. Because haven't you ever watched movies where there's dead people on the beach and there's crabs and stuff crawling out of their mouth? That's just as gross.
0: I think it's because that's yeah, awesome. <laughs> there we have most of our senses are in our mouth because of taste. When something comes out of what appears to be a mouth, you have this intense like, oh, I eat things every day. What I know appears what that is to be. A mouth. Sh- <laughs> right. And we've all had hair in our mouths for some reason, you're women, <laughs> I guess. No, but no. Now I'm picturing
2: I'm not, Other things. No, I'm picturing other things that appear to be a mouth. I'm not kidding
0: about appears <laughs> appears to be a mouth. If something looks like a mouth, your mouth automatically tries to imagine what that might be like with that uh-huh. thing in it. Anyway,
2: ooh, ooh but this it's went tr- off the it, rails. So, anyway. but my your
0: reaction is emblematic of what I'm saying. Actually, yes, oh,
2: it's really yes. what you're saying
0: that's yeah. causing
1: this face. Anyway,
0: well then, so I'm very proud of myself. Neil
1: Druckmann is co-creator of the series and he did come out and say I found it in an article on CNET in the initial reaction to this episode that that's different it's soldiers that come it's from FEDRA and Mm -hmm. kill tests the zombies are infected or whatever the heck we're calling the co-creators decided that it wouldn't make any sense for soldiers to come so far out into the quarantine or out of the quarantine zone That that would be too dangerous.
0: The QZ.
1: And also the fact is that, well, they're probably going to die anyway. I don't really need to waste the manpower on it. And then they wanted to showcase with this weird kiss that the infected do not need to be violent. Mm. It's not a prerequisite that they be violent. Mm. It's only when you're fighting back that they become violent. If you're preventing them from spreading the parasite...
0: That they want to spread.
1: That's when they become violent. Running away from them would create violence.
0: So, basically, what I was thinking, kind of like an animal. I thought
1: it was interesting to give that context to it because I really was like, why did they do it that way? That was one, it was weird, like cool because it was gross. And so, I like that there was a meaning behind it instead of it just being gross to be gross. Also, I've been meaning to say this since we started watching this show, but <laughs> there was no way that HBO was going to let another zombie show go. <laughs> They passed oh, up Walking after, Dead.
0: After like, oh, passing up on the Walking Dead, like, yeah,
1: this was pitched, and they're like,
0: "Yes, <laughs> maybe there's something. Up. Maybe they're onto something." <laughs> We're gonna shows. come
1: in years later, the like yeah. decade
0: and
3: change. <laughs> they had to dip their toes in with the because they do have a zombie show. It's called Game of Thrones.
0: There's zombies on Game of Thrones. That's true. Oh,
2: fair. Boring zombies.
0: Half, just kidding. Half, half the show. <laughs> Not even half, right? It's maybe a solid third. Dip
3: their toe in the zombie water. And I think there's something to this. Just like Ellie did, dipped her toes in
1: the zombie water. <laughs> <laughs> this is so gross. Walking that Dead has tainted me so powers. much that all I could think was, why would you get in the water? There's always something under the water. And then I was like, wait, wait wait, 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 <laughs> wait. This is fungus. <laughs> it's not. It's not going to be fully submerged. It's like algae. That's not a thing. It's right. going to be in a damp. Cold area, but it's not going to be straight up in water,
0: right? It still needs air, I guess. I I don't know how. I really need to look up how fungus works. So I did. Mostly. I did
1: finally read the article about would this be possible
0: as a thing, right? This oh, when you mentioned no, thank you. In the first episode, was it? Or I the did, second yeah, one?
1: I did. It's also okay. from CNET.
0: So apparently, they're just
1: obsessed with writing about the Last of Us right now. The science of the Last <laughs> of Us.
0: I did want to drop a pin on something that was brought up in the last episode and on this episode and to give credit to Hanako from Fandom Hybrid, who I listened to the first episode coverage of theirs, I think it was either today or yesterday. Something that they mentioned was in this episode was that the outbreak happened in a flour and grain factory in Mm -hmm. Jakarta. Hanako had said that it's possible that Joel and the Millers were spared because they were trying to go gluten free. Atkins, that's right. Atkins! So, not going with grains and flowers maybe helped them to survive this. You
1: know what did help? Not getting the cake. There you go. (gasps) Yes. Because he was supposed to pick up the cake.
0: We have the transmission mechanism, for the most part. The thing that helped. It's not space spores. Yes. (laughs) Substrate. What? Sorry?
1: Substrate. That's what she says. The
2: doctor?
0: Of uh, Ibu Ratna?
2: Ibu is not a first name, I found out.
0: No, it's mother. Ibu's mother.
2: I thought it was strange that he kept saying first and last name. I'm glad you said that. It's considered
0: like a honorable title. In okay. in mm-hmm. Eastern Eastern cultures. I was going to say that actually. And Ibu Ratna is obviously, like you said, an honorific title. Her name is actually Ratna Pirtiwi, her full okay. name. I found this out from the wiki. Now, Ibu Ratna Pirtiwi means mother of pearl. And the Pirtiwi part is motherland. I thought that was kind of cool. And typically mother of pearl is is associated strongly with symbolism of motherly protection and soothing having that against Mm. what she has to say she can't be that person or that symbol of soothing and protection
1: yeah like the the world was looking to their mom for comfort and she was like
0: there is no sorry."
1: Oof, that is tough (laughs) and this
0: just having that the, the naked body on the slab Vulnerable, exposed for all, and gratuitously exposed. This is us. Vulnerable. There is no protection. It's in our face. You know how usually they will show a nude body on a any given television show. They'll show it for a couple seconds and be like, "Okay, that's enough." No, they're like, "Here's the boob. Here's more boob. She's exposed. It's you can't get <laughs> away from it."
2: <laughs> but like, I was I was very shocked, and I, I was like, "Oh yeah, HBL. <laughs>
1: right. I, I, I this on this, cable <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought the same thing actually. I was like, oh, oh yeah, HBO, right? <laughs> that was like it's it Showtime, it right, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> this isn't Cinemax. Anyway, when he was like, what do you know, what do we what do we do and
3: I thought she was going to say pray and it was bomb. <laughs> That was not what I expected to come out of her mouth. Yeah. No, Just not Bomb the city. All. Bomb everybody. Well, smart, she also had, She's like, she also had pearl it, kill earrings kill too, by the
0: way. Just trying. Mm. It, but from the jump, it's, she was terrified. This is, I am out of, as, as much of an expert as I am, I am, this is beyond me.
1: Well, because mm-hmm. what they were talking about is correct. Cordyceps cannot transfer to humans currently. Actually, right, right. most fungus can't.
0: In fact, it's inhospitable for humans.
1: Now, there's a couple of exceptions to that rule. Thrush right. is is a type of fungus that can transfer to humans. And in the CNET article that talks about, is this possible? Their answer is improbable, but not entirely out of possibility. And the reasoning behind that is because there's thoughts that if the world continues to get warmer, theoretically, fungus would adapt to living in warmer temperatures and then we as humans would be at risk for fungal infections
3: there's also the possibility that if the fungus evolves and adapts so will the humans to still be inhospitable to the fungus Mm -hmm.
1: they went into detail on three different reasons why we're inhospitable body regulation of our temperature one is our um, our natural immune system that's the other thing is like extremely unlikely i cannot remember off the top of my head what the third one was
0: we can expand on it in the blog, I suppose, a little bit. But but they can read the article in the blog, too. I just thought it
1: was interesting to see that this was based in science, this whole concept. And it actually comes from the David Attenborough documentary. <laughs> what is it? Planet Earth? BBC Planet Earth? There is an episode that goes through parasites, and it talks about cordyceps. And that's where the basis for the video game came from.
0: Something in my notes about the actual cordyceps is that They're actually harvested by uh, Chinese Eastern healing physicians as sort of remedies, but they're not proven to work. But just I'm just trying to imagine them gathering it, gathering all those ants that have the fungus growing out of their heads and eating them from the inside (laughs) out. And then you actually putting it in your mouth as a healing remedy goes along the lines of the hair thing in the mouth. (laughs) Just just a little more log in the fire of grossness.
1: Well, bam, there you are. Now we have a zombie infection. (laughs) right right.
0: now now we know where it's gonna start thanks again
1: whoops (laughs) (laughs) whoopsie
3: i would like to talk about how much the clickers look and sound like chickens the way they hold their arms and their bodies even the clicking sounds like some crazy ass clucking i don't know if there's a connection somewhere between barnyard animals such as chickens and other fowl and cordyceps but it, it, i'm sorry i just thought they, they it just they were like chickens
2: and the fungus on their faces looks like an insane version of like the little the little the little thingy little thingy and yeah. the thing the,
3: the little, waddle
2: the thing i mean like the, the,
3: the, like the <laughs> way <laughs> the way they hold their arms out sideways and the way they move and jerk in the yes e- e- e, i had chickens that's what they sound like
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow when you said chicken that's what most people refer to the people with the I guess the clicker is how their appearance looks like. It just looks like hanging, hanging, split open, hanging raw chicken. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, what they, it's like the common thing that I've been seeing on TikTok. Oh yeah, look, it's chicken in the wild. It's kind of gross, but, but now I'm just imagining a clicker and with all its raw chicken meat hanging from its face. It's just not appetizing. Right? Very gross. Yeah. Yeah. Ew. Especially the fact that, and it's worth mentioning again that it takes one headshot, one and done is not doesn't seem like it's enough. Mm-hmm. good on you that's last scary. of us it's not enough feel. in the
1: game either
0: when they shoot him in the head you can see the mushroom fungus flying
3: out like, like chunks bit. of it right yeah, yeah. remember in creep show when when stephen king shot himself in the head after he, he touched the meteor and he turned into the big
1: oh yeah yeah, yeah. Planet, yeah
3: and then he shot himself in the head and dirt flew out yeah that's what this reminded me of
0: no oh, wow well is this the new or the old creep show sorry the I old, just, I, the old Creepshow. okay 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 yeah.
2: Does it have to be a brain death or can I they shoot it's it like- I think easier. Burning
3: apparently works because they mm-hmm. they burn them oh, too. Yeah.
2: I mean, eventually that would kill the Does brain. Does
3: it turn humans into, eventually turn them into just plant matter? In which case they would burn just like dead plants?
1: We saw in the beginning of this second episode, the person is dead to a gunshot wound in the head, mm-hmm. which killed the body. It killed the host-
0: Right, but the but fungus But it did not kill
1: on. the fungus at right. all. The Which adds out. another still layer. Burning when... is really the only way you'd be able to get rid of it, I would imagine.
0: Right. Well, and even then, you'd have to probably burn it a lot, right? Whatever living flesh is left over, it's going to f- feed on. <laughs> it's all terrifying. You. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. killed a clicker.
1: What
3: you've done is take the danger of the fungus chasing you down. Right. At yes. that particular moment. Yeah. But if you walk over there and stick your face to it, you're still fucked.
0: Not the environmental mm-hmm. danger, right? Which actually dovetails very nicely to what I noticed. And it's small, but like you said, Ellie, wake up in the, that pe- the patchy, mossy growth inside where wherever they're holding up, right? What you will tend to see on the inside of most of these structures is, yeah, nature has made residence, something I said in, in the first reaction. But what I noticed on second watch is that the cordyceps also, in their own way, are trying to make residents. W- case in point, the last... I don't know if the if it was living, but one of the infected fireflies gets up and they're like, oh no. And they step on it, its hand touches one of the mycelial network cords, I wanna say, and they come running, right? So they're among nature, and nature is trying to make residents everywhere, and the cordyceps are trying to make residents everywhere, competing with one another. If not for the fact that the cordyceps need human beings to feed off of, I wanna say, maybe, because it needs fuel, it needs some sort of sustenance, then they would take over as well. It would exist alongside nature. And it's almost as if humans are almost inconsequential. They're all racing for supremacy. They are blending in the environment, the overall nature environment, but their only failing is that they need humans to survive long-term, let's say. We go, they go, essentially. It's just it's just, it's just interesting to see visually how that is.
3: That's how it is with most parasites, though. The failing of most parasites is that they do eventually kill their host. Well, it's the same out.
1: thing with all zombie media, right? They're after humans. They're furthering their parasite by moving on to another host, and they're feeding in the process. But then eventually you run out of your food source. It goes when we go.
0: Which we did see in front of the museum when he was whacking at that uh, cordyceps mycelial cord network thing, which is also interesting because, yes, it was caught off at the museum, but it was not cut off at the Capitol build. So you do get to see some world building in this episode, too. There's a chance. You're saying there's a chance. And, and he repeatedly <laughs> was saying inside the building that bone dry, something to that effect. They're all bone dry. There is a chance that we can survive. It's not completely hopeless, which is what the show is trying to repeatedly remind us. With Ibu Ratna and what's out there and how they can be w- woken up from... People are saying miles away, but I don't know if I would say miles away, but could be miles away. But we're seeing several hundred feet at least. Well,
1: the, I think that comes from tests. just saying that up to a mile away they've seen
0: mm-hmm.
1: it being connected. It probably depends on how
2: far the things spread.
1: Well, and I don't think any of that would have been as fresh if it hadn't been for the fact that people were trying to get into the QZ and they just kept coming. That's right. part of the problem. It probably would be pretty dead in that area they said that the bombing took care of most of that city Mm -hmm. but people coming in trying to get to the qz over and over again that's what's causing there to be cordyceps all over the place
0: and isn't it like humans too acting like the mycelial network they're just trying to get to where it needs to get to to get Mm -hmm. food
3: (laughs) and they couldn't help themselves i liked going into the history museum because it just proved that in the current circumstances our history is nothing Someday, maybe archaeologists will find the remains of the museum and they'll be able to piece things together. But in the current state that our people are in, history isn't consequential.
1: And we try so hard to protect it historically. You can't even
3: learn from that history. How do you, how do you, because we've never had this kind of history before. Yeah. So how do we even learn from history here? There's nothing there for us.
0: Well, on the Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we try to preserve so much while things are good. When things are bad, it's like, okay, fuck it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean think of times of war, right? There are people who do try to protect all of that, but somehow it always ends up falling to the wayside because art gets Get stolen it artifacts away from the windows and then, <laughs> oh, yeah, thanks Rand. Yeah, things end up getting destroyed and then all of that is gone and that's right. happened time and time and time again in our own history. It just kind of makes sense that yet again, of course it would fall to the wayside.
0: There's no people there to preserve it. Well, and then, of course, there has been the case where we've done things traditionally that we don't know why we're doing them or culturally. And it turns out it's a historical thing to ward off an illness or the washing of hands. We eventually learned it's to for high, proper hygiene prevents illness and we just keep doing it. And I know eventually people forget why they do what they do half the time. But you know, there are things that we learn as a culture or as a species that root itself into history and we learn about it like, oh, why did we do that? Oh. It's because of this history can save people. We just need to preserve as much of it as possible in order to draw from that history. I don't know if we're going to get that in the series though. Uh, maybe, maybe ancient Chinese warded off a predatory fungus 3000 BC. And that's how they beat the cordyceps <laughs> series over. <laughs> anyway,
3: sorry. That's why they, that's why they really built the great wall. Right. Just <laughs> to, to <laughs> not,
0: right. Meanwhile, they just went underground like the Mongols (laughs) and over the wall. And they kind of went through the wall. Anyway, (laughs) I did like the SARS signs in the research facility.
1: I thought that was interesting just because of COVID.
0: Well, more to the point, that's what we were was just before what we were going to figure out under Obama. Five years later in 08, 07, 06, it started in Asia and came. We were so afraid Mm -hmm. of it coming here and then finally got here. And some people got sick, but it wasn't that bad necessarily. Mm -hmm. And the transmission wasn't that bad. But in looking at that sign, I do remember SARS. And let's say we're in 2003. The one thing I wanted to keep dropping a pin on are a couple of things. One, two years prior to that, we had 9-11. We had terrorism. Eventually, we had the Iraq War. I don't know if it was right away, but we also had the... We definitely invaded Afghanistan between 2001 and 2003. Wasn't it Joel that was a Desert Storm veteran, if I'm not mistaken? Or maybe he was part of the whole Iraq or Afghanistan war? I thought so, yeah. I think it was Desert Storm. If i'm not mistaken i think that's sort of also important too that there's some combat involved we we were recently in wars and well, this pandemic happens right in the beginning stages where things are getting crazy so i, I rem- thought that
1: i remember that sars i remember sars but the reason it made me think of COVID is because COVID 19 is caused by a virus called sars cov2 so that's why it made me think of it because i was like oh that's like a very topical reference it's a reference to yes around that time period but also right. it's to something that just happened
3: maybe it's coviceps instead of cordyceps <laughs> 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 it's a great note to leave
0: off on but I, I don't know do you think maybe the show's trying to tell us that it could have been worse than what we had
1: oh could always well, be worse yeah yeah it can always be worse
0: but it could be better <laughs> but it could be pedro better. pascal was in that remember yeah also, yes paulo lazaro from the walking dead but yes we could be better Wonder Woman eighty four. Well, that's
1: <laughs> no.
0: It's the no. best line in the movie, or repeated line. Just no, anyway, just, he's always.
3: I'm sorry, he's always going to be Oberyn Martell. He's
0: so many things always, though. Now,
3: always going to be Oberyn. It's like
0: the season of Pedro Pascal though. He's yeah. got.
1: He's that guy's a good all start. Over the
0: place. He's got a good start, but his stride <laughs> is not. He's, he's only getting started. If you like what you've heard, <laughs> head over to ratethispodcast.com slash Dead five stars and Eclipan is all we need to know. That you love us tell us what you liked tell us what you didn't like and if you have other thoughts on these episodes leave them in your rating let us know what we missed let us know what we what you don't like and hey join us on our next episode breakdown or our live stream discussing our first watch and our second watch by at least following us on either ko-fi.com slash squawking dead or patreon.com slash squawking dead you don't have to buy us a coffee at kofi.com, and you don't have to join a membership tier all you need to do is follow it's free to attend the audience is free we just don't post our schedules our recording schedules on social media but if you do decide to tip us you'll have 30 days of access to our supporter back content on Kofi.com. or if you decide to join a membership tier on either patreon or Kofi, you'll get access to not only the recording schedules which you can get for free anyway but you can actually also get the unedited episode recordings you can get a whole bunch of perks you can join our discord server at any tier level and a whole bunch of other perks Folks, 50% off in the merch store and the ability to join us right here among us during these full episode breakdowns. If you join the Survivor's tier, I've been your host, David Cameo, and I was joined by Cosmob09, Rachel Burt, Sherry, aka Blazy Gardner, and Bridget, ko-dishify.com slash Punky That's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-A-S-E-T-E-R. We were talking about this before we started recording. We may actually go live on Second Watch to kind of see if you guys thought of other things on Second Watch as well as us to get more of like a public feel and public discussion uh, after hearing more about this episode, after reading articles, after watching any more behind the scenes on these episodes. So stay tuned. Remember to like and share this video. If you're on the video platform, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And remember to enable all notifications so that, you know, any time anything we drop is going to be in face like an ear face take care everybody we'll see you soon and uh, hopefully you'll be there for both our first and second watches of the last of us <laughs> <laughs> sounds almost like a goat
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a bit more like it anyway take care see you guys well, she sounds Bye.
1: Like
0: dude, Thanks for making it to the end of this episode. And as always, we like to thank our supporters for helping make these episodes possible. It's a little perk they receive, thanks to their patronage, on either ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead or patreon.com slash squawkingdead. And they are, starting with the Survivors tier members, FanArtLindy, ko-fi.com slash FanArtLindy, Aliza Jones, at elizajones 71 on Instagram, and at RealRyanGM on Twitter. And on to our Whisperers tier members, we've got at Judith.Morne, on Instagram, Aiden Atkin, who is at ko-fi.com slash Aiden Atkin, at Tyler Phillip Cox on both Instagram and Twitter, at Sandy.d.Morrison on Facebook, at j 13 teenvorhees on both Instagram and Twitter, at MRTNYVet on Twitter, at Jasmine.IAC on Instagram, and at Agent of Trauma on both Instagram and Twitter. Thanks so much for listening, and we can't wait to show you the next episode of The Last of Us. What you should really do is consider subscribing to an enabling all notifications to our YouTube channel so that you can be a part of the conversation. And if you're feeling really bold, try joining our Survivors tier where you can show up on camera and mic and break down these episodes with us. Thanks again, and we'll see you in the next one.